You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to Ratchet Ramblers. I had to hurry up and press record because I was finna get on some bullshit that's best served for y'all listening pleasure. Um, because we were pregame and we were discussing Jen Shaw and Salt Lake City. But to get y'all last on in this room, we got a lot of dragging to do today. A lot of people pissed me off across all the shows that we watched, and I got some words for a lot of them. I got some words for Jen Shaw. I got some motherfucking words for Giselle, Mia, Robin, and Dorothy. I got some motherfucking words for Martell, Melody, and Tiffany. And I got some words for uh, Jock, uh, uh, Mama D, and um, Erica and Safari. Okay. According to Google, Google say that that motherfucker Jen is 47. That is a hard-ass 47. Jen is a hard 47 because that bitch looked like Jim Carrey when he put the mask on. Jen Shaw looked like that motherfucking Tiki mask from Crash Bandicoot. All fucking right. Oh, oh Nick, I. Hey, nigga. Jen Shaw is a hard 47. If Jen Shaw 47, I'm motherfucking 17 again. Because that bitch looked like she got at least a strong 15 to 20 years on me. You ain't fit to sit up here and tell me that Jen Shaw is only 10 years older than me. No, you're not. No, you won't. Not today. Not now. Not ever. No, the fuck you won't. I see. I'm going to have to be the good one on the show today because you are out of order. Okay, because fuck that old face. Plastic <laughs> surgery. Big chin. Also, Jen Shaw looked like when the evil villain put the mask on in the mask. Remember? The white guy that's not Jim Carrey and the chin got real big. <laughs> You know what the fuck I'm talking about. If y'all, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about when I say this. Hey, everybody, it's Candace. You know where to find me on social media at this point. I'm here with my partner in crime, Jeremy. You know where to find him as well. Okay. He is, he is on the social media is correcting motherfuckers about how they played in his face during the election. Uh, mm. Y'all owe my friend an apology. <laughs> Because me and my friend sat down and had a conversation about old Joe. And he said, friend, that motherfucker is, is still evil. He may not be the same exact brand of evil as Donald Trump, but that motherfucker is still evil, friend. And we just you you just got to trust me on this. And I did. I shut the fuck up. I said, God, trust him. My friend has done his Googles, his researches. He didn't brought receipts. He didn't brought binders. He didn't brought templates. He didn't brought. He didn't gave you motherfuckers PowerPoint presentations. And y'all still tried to say that my friend was creating discourse amongst black people when it came to voting. But here we are, not even a full year later. It have not been a year. And this motherfucker is, has shown us just how evil he is with how they are treating Haitians. I mean, a tiger don't change his stripes because this is the same person that fundamentally shit, nothing will change. 
that too. Um, I know that I'll... tweet, but I know that by motherfucking heart because my friend retweets it often. Fundamentally, nothing has changed. Everything that has been promised has not been given. Yeah, I owe my friend an apology. You well, do. Uh, <laughs> well, first of all, thank you, friend. Uh, secondly, I just want niggas to shut up when grown people talking next time. <laughs> That's all I want. That's all I want. I just want niggas to shut up when grown people's talking next time and hush and learn to do something constructive other than holding mute, holding water for the Democratic Party. That's all I want. You There's a million things a you could be doing that is constructive and will help people other than holding water for the Democratic Party. That's all I want. That's really all I want. Go ahead, friend. Okay. Well, hello, everybody. We about to jump into the show. We gonna get started with um, motherfucking Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. This is the episode before the season finale. And I just want to say that I'm very much tired, um, Mona. I'm very much tired of how y'all have tried to portray Jaseel. Jaseel as some loving doting father and his son has said literally the the exact opposite of that y'all got them sitting up in this pastor's office playing kumbaya and the fact of the matter is any anything that jock's son is involved in he is involved in it because he did not have a present and accounted for father figure Jock was too busy creating too many other fucking kids with too many other fucking women to make sure that one of his firstborn children was okay and had the foundation they needed to go and be productive parts, productive people in society. You talking about, I got friends who have lost children. Well, what kind of circles is you running in? Because for you to have all these friends that have lost so many kids to gun violence and street violence, um, that they got a motherfucking uh, support group. What the fuck are you and your friends involved in? And what the fuck example are you and your friends setting for those kids? See, I like to dig between the lines. Mm. I do. Because I didn't hear, I didn't hear no, my heart didn't go pitter patter for all them people that lost their sons. My mind immediately said, what the fuck kind of environments are these children being raised in? And what the fuck are y'all doing to keep them from turning to the streets? What so kind of community do y'all have? Yeah, what kind of community? I or lack I don't want to be part of it. I want to be on the outside looking in. Nigga, shut up. You on the outside looking in because you're not a president accounted for a father anyways to be having this fucking conversation. So leave us the fuck alone. I was going to say, that motherfucker said he lost kids. He got friends that lost kids. Well, you acted like you lost a kid because you ain't never found a kid in the first place until not full storyline. And what's pissing me off is we where, what happened to Kendra? Why are we only seeing her once or twice this season? Because before the whole pandemic shit popped off, you and Kendra was beefing about y'all, y'all differences where having children was concerned. 
Then we just didn't see her fucking all. Then you pop back up at, well, it's still a pandemic. But one thing I could say about capitalism and this pandemic is that it got these reality shows acting like ain't no pandemic so they can make a dime. Right. And that works out in our favor. But the fact of the matter is, this is a bullshit storyline. The last time we seen anything concerning Jock and his kids was when his baby mamas was beefing because they was he was still fucking them and fucking Carly. That was Leave a more entertaining storyline than this. Quit playing in our fucking face. Why don't you actually go get to know your son outside these fucking cameras? <laughs> For your son, beat your ass. Speaking of ass whoopings, girl. <laughs> Kirk and Rashida, if y'all can't afford for some employees to eat some free fucking food, what can you do? Y'all is having whole sit-downs and investigations about motherfuckers taking a plate of food from Frost Bistro. Y'all are not no upscale, high-level, fine-dining restaurant, steakhouse. Y'all are not STK. Hey, all I'm going to say is... <laughs> All I'm going to say is, even though it's goofy, motherfuckers are not taking pictures of their receipts and putting it on Twitter from motherfucker Kurt B- from Frost Hello, Bistro. This is not Fogo de Chow. You cannot, this is not Ocean Air. You are not serving $600 gold cover steaks. So why are y'all <laughs> acting like a motherfucker uh, not paying for a plate of food at this fucking restaurant and setting y'all back 40 years and 40 motherfucking nights? Y'all ain't got no rose gold steak. If y'all can't, if y'all can't handle a little loss in terms of food, because maybe the employees eating it, or they didn't get a homegirl in them a little discount, but to the homegirl in them then bought so many motherfucking drinks in the bistro that they spent more on liquor than they would have spent on food. What the fuck is we talking about here? One hand is washing the other. It just sounds like to me y'all could not afford to open this restaurant and did it anyways. Because all your motherfucking staff is friends line. and family who are incompetent in a motherfucker. Hiring friends and family is fucking A1 when they know what the fuck they doing. You want you well, an example? Jalen. Well, Jalen uh, is friends right. and family who didn't have no experience but wanted to come in and do a good job and he's doing a fucking good job over there at Black. Y'all done right. hired the son, the daughter, they boyfriend, they girlfriend, they cousin, they auntie, they and little they boxing food. at the bistro. They boxing at the bistro, stealing silverware, stealing, stealing uh mozzarella sticks and shit, and y'all is having a fucking meltdown. Well, Close well, that motherfucking restaurant down and cut well, your boxes. They, they got it honest, because I mean they don't know what the fuck they're doing, and Kirk and Rashida clearly don't know what the fuck they're doing. Also, Rashida talking about who is this fine man here. Was this somebody that we couldn't see that was off the cameras? Because you clearly wasn't talking about Kirk. Kirk looked like a milk dude. Kirk looked like poop. No. Mr. Hanky, the, the Christmas poop. <laughs> Mama D, your old ass need to go find your ankles. And your teeth. Because you, uh, yet again, have created so much discourse in your son's relationship for no fucking reason. You lied and told your son that Bambi was talking about divorcing him and getting lawyers. 
Meanwhile, we see they wrote a tape back and you brought up divorce and how you helping your son get a family lawyer and this, that, and the third. And Bambi like, well, if that's what he's doing, I'll get my ducks in a row too. That girl never once had no conversation about divorce and scrappy and getting no lawyer. Even though why she should you, have, but, you know. Why are you that miserable? Because the last man was a cracker. You need to get a fucking grip. And then you doing all that shit while that girl is sitting up there good and fucking pregnant. You a hateful old toothless bitch. You <laughs> think your son, your man, if you could be fucking your son and getting away with it, you would with your reverse, with your edit, with your Oedipus complex having ass. Get the fuck down somewhere. That's, that's your son. Whatever you going not- in his marriage, let it go on. Not you calling her not you calling her Mama D Lannister. She's something weird ass bitch. Furthermore, Scrappy. Um, I hope you're getting the help you need. That's all I really got to say about that. Because I'm not ever here to the police what can send somebody into a depressive episode. Because they fucked up, your your relationship being fucked up can do that. Your finances being fucked up can do that. You know, your health being fucked up can do that. Um, And I'm sure it's very stressful to have started enduring marriage problems during the pandemic, uh, trying to figure out how you're going to make money during the pandemic. I'm sure all of that played a part into it. So I'm not at all surprised that you're speaking out about depression and suicidal thoughts because a lot of people went through this in the pandemic. So we hope you're getting the help you need and deserve and you're in a better headspace. You know, we wish you well on that. I hope uh, I hope you don't have chicken wings in the bed. No more. If it keep you from killing... If it if it keep you from having suicidal thoughts, you get you twelve lemon pepper wet and eat them on your side of the bed. But just get <laughs> get, get you a towel, lay you a towel down. That's the mm. lay your towel. Get you one of them TV trays that go by the bed. Just don't eat wings kick. directly on the sheets. Get you a little kickstand. Yeah, well, that's all bed. we were saying. That's all we've been saying. Just don't eat your wings directly in the bed. That's all we've been saying. Um, Eric Kamina and Safari are two sides of the same stupid motherfucking coin. And uh, I think it's very weird. Eric Kamina running to be friends with Yandy. Like Yandy is not friends with both Rich Dollars and Safari. I think it's weird to be running to Yandy with a ha- with half of a story if you're going to put somebody in your business, put them completely in your business or keep the door all the way fucking closed. That's a word. Like literally, if you are going to put somebody in your business, put them knee deep in it and tell the whole truth and nothing but the fucking truth. What I always say, if you're going to fuck around, fuck around expeditiously because you you sat up there and made yourself the victim. Meanwhile, you never once mentioned that you called the police on that man. You called the police on a black man during the, the times that we are in. 
to have him removed from a home where he paid bills at and his name is on the title to the house. Mm. But, and I'm going to repeat this when we get to Salt Lake City. And I said it on Ratchet Reloaded. If you are not subscribed to our Patreon at the five at the five dollar level, which is the red noise level, go treat yourself. You treat yourself to our companion show and some really other good shows on the Patreon. But this is what happens when y'all covet non-black women. You covet non-black women and they have no problem calling the police on you, even though we are in times where the police have the itchiest trigger finger in the world when it comes to black fucking men and will gun them down in the streets for no fucking reason and absolutely get away with it. Y'all been hemming and hawing with Yandy over Breonna Taylor and all this shit, but you saw you had no second thoughts about calling the police on this black man. And I don't fucking like Safari. But unless you, your life was in imminent danger at the hands of Safari Samuels, there was no reason to be calling the police on him. Y'all live in a fucking mansion. Y'all could be in separate sides of the house like y'all have been doing. I don't like shit like that. And I can't stand Safari. We, I'm finna drag him. Until you divorce, motherfucker, you married. So if you fuck somebody and y'all are not legally separated, which y'all are not, if you fuck somebody else while legally married to Erica Minnie, you cheated on her and you are a cheater and you are an adulterer. I don't care if y'all saying y'all not together. I don't care if y'all talking about filing for divorce. Until you are actually divorced, you are a married man. Until you go and file legal separation papers, you are a married man. You cheated on her. You're trash. Not only did you cheat on her, you cheated on her while she was pregnant. See, the thing that's fucking with me is you and Erica is still having sex. You cheating on you cheating on her. You can bring anything home to her and your baby, including COVID. Including COVID. And Yandy, you are a fucking bozo. You literally didn't sign your marriage papers because you didn't want to be on the hook from Antithi's um restitution. Nigga, Get I just you. got a flashback to the Patreon yesterday. We were talking about love at the locker. Because <laughs> when you say restitution, that immediately brought me to Britney and goddamn right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you didn't sign the wedding paper. You didn't sign the marriage license and have it properly filed with this with the state or the city or the county wherever you got married because you didn't want to be on the hook for his restitution but you sitting up here telling people who are very obviously toxic than a motherfucker together that they need to work their marriage out let me be clear here and i said it last week when a relationship runs its course let it be dead i don't right. give a fuck you don't imagine have to Yandy Smith of anybody trying to get relationship advice. Like, girl, I know you fucking lying. You don't have to be married 10, 15, 20 years if a relationship runs its course in 18 months. Let it the fuck go. 
18 but days, toxic, but... 18 months, 18 years, 18, 18 hours. hours. When you decide <laughs> that you are no longer happy with a motherfucker, you have every right to press the fuck on. Stop playing but, I mean, you, face. You, you, you said it, though. These were two toxic-ass bozos that had no business getting together in the first damn place. They really got together for a storyline. Because remember, these motherfuckers in whole-ass New York. They moved down here to get married, to get a check on this damn show. And now the, the, the toxicity and the bozo rib between both of them is spilling out. And they got Queen Bozo over here trying to give them goddamn advice when she is the last motherfucker that anybody should be listening to about any the type last, of thing. The very fucking last. I want advice from Yandy like I want a hole in my fucking head. Remember when she was in that, remember that video of her with that damn shirt, Life of a <laughs> It wasn't even married. <laughs> Ooh, shit. That's one of the funniest things on the internet. I would never let Yandy live that down. Because, girl, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it was terrible. Terrible. Then she, and then remember she was flashing the damn ring. <laughs> you wasn't even married in that day. Was not married. Just performing and carry it on. Was that it for Atlanta? That's that was it for me. Speak, That's all I got. Uh, you you uh, say it would need to be said. Speaking of carrying on and performing, um, I'm going to say something controversial, uh, yet brave. Um, and we touched on it last week, but it bears repeating, and it's controversial, especially given our show. And how we have enjoyed this show that I'm finna bring in um, because of the authenticity of the mess. However, I'm so tired of Mel and Martell goddamn arguing on Huntsville, I don't know what to do. Nigga, if y'all can't be in a scene on a show together for two, not even 10 minutes, five, two, if y'all can't be in the same scene for two minutes without arguing, please move, please, man, you part of production, please move y'all to the back where we can focus on the other couples and the other people because I am tired of you two motherfuckers arguing. I am, it's draining me to my soul. I am tired. Tired. Let me say, let me say this. Neither mm. you motherfuckers are over this divorce. You are not over the dissolution of this marriage. It is very obvious on both sides. But neither of you motherfuckers will go to therapy to start the healing process from the from the strain and chaos and damage that this marriage caused. Leave us alone. What happened to that therapist they went to together? Y'all ain't seen her. That no was for, for co-parenting. But my thing is, how are y'all co-parenting posit- positively if y'all are not healing separately? That's a word. Y'all are not healing separately, so how are y'all creating a healthy environment as co-parents for those kids? Because Mm. one thing about kids, and I say this and I will continue to say it, kids can decipher bullshit. Kids know when you're wearing a mask, when you're wearing a facade, when you're not being genuine. Kids are are some of the best judges of character you will ever fucking see because their hearts are so pure. Until those ruin them. Those kids know that y'all are not co-parenting shit healthily. They know that y'all are y'all genuinely dislike each other at the moment. There's genuine disdain there. 
There is nothing peaceful or positive about what y'all are doing as parents to y'all children. So why even keep playing in people's face? Yeah. All y'all fucking do is bicker and go tit for tat with, with each other. And it's draining. It really is. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it is draining. And there's every, so much going episode, on on the every, show. Yeah. Like, that's, and that's the other part. Like, like when the shit was fresh and when it was happening, okay, drama, mess, let's go. I mean, that is why we tune in. Like, I'm not going to lie in that like that wasn't why we started watching this damn show. But like my nigga, when there's other shit going on with the couples and we are in like post, you know, breaking news, Martell being a fuck nigga. And we in like divorce. Y'all, y'all, y'all legally divorced now. Like we in post bullshit. And y'all still with the bullshit. Cause as my friend said, y'all both clearly have not healed and moved the fuck on. Like it gets draining. <laughs> like, like two goddamn episodes in a row, you motherfuckers yelling to the high horse on somebody else's dime on a supposed vacation with all this damn ruckus and foolishness. Exactly. Martel screaming at the top of his goddamn lungs like he was fucking uh, 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 Whitney Houston and shit, a male version of Whitney Houston and shit. Motherfucking male, she goddamn about the damn near spit on the man. Like, I'm, y'all, I'm tired and of y'all, y'all. And y'all talking in a fucking circle, yelling the same talking points y'all been fucking yelling. Male, yes, he had a side bitch. He had a baby on you. It led to y'all divorce. What is the fucking conversation about? Martel, you keep asserting that this woman is not as innocent as she looks and she be fucking with married men and she be fucking with engaged niggas, but we haven't seen a receipt yet. Until, like, you motherfuckers are exhausting. Very. Like, I swear to God, every Mel, time. Mel, you had no business coming on that fucking trip. You didn't. you didn't. You didn't. You didn't come to have fun. You won't even have a fucking drink. Leave us. Leave us alone. Let's move on to the other shit. Marceau is not happily married, and I don't know what fucking alternate universe Tisha is marrying is is living in, where she believes that Marceau is happily married to her. These motherfuckers have two totally different ideas about what their marriage is currently. And that is very fucking dangerous to not be on one accord about the marriage. Yep. Tisha, you still think it was okay to surprise him with a surprise therapy session. Therapy is a choice. Not only do you waste your time, Marceau's time and the therapist's time when you did it, it just was very violating and you will not own up to that. Yeah. Now, do did he need it? Yes. Was it wrong for you to do it as a surprise? Also, yes. Marceau is playing this basketball game, and he's telling them, you know, he feel like Tisha is insecure in the marriage, and she is, and she lies about it, but she is, because we watched you have a meltdown about giving Mel a bottle of champagne. Which which to this day was so fucking stupid. Instigated by Wanda. Also, Maurice has some very valid points. And this is how you know Martel still is not being fully accountable for why his, why his marriage no longer exists. You can't police male making music and getting her 
feelings out about this marriage through her music. The only thing, like, I agree, again, I agree with Maurice. The only thing is the kids should not be in the middle of it. Yeah. No, the, I kids, do, I, the kids shouldn't be the kids shouldn't be singing them lyrics. If Mel knows she those lyrics are pertaining to Martel. Yeah. But again, kids are not stupid. So my thing is, why are y'all still sugarcoating shit trying to act like these kids don't know what the fuck going on? Yeah. Like I agreed with him, but also at the same time. Like, cause I agree with him. Like, we can call a thing a thing. Both Mel and Martell, in different ways, are using them kids against each other. Like, we can call a thing a thing and be honest. Yes. At the same time, them kids ain't dumb. Them kids know what the hell they daddy did. They mama shit. Even Mel said, I think, even this the, season, the or last oldest season. Son. Yeah, the son. Like he he has some resentment towards Martell because of what Martell did. So the key, these kids are not dumb. I just wish y'all would stop using them damn kids and let them be like, hey, let them. And if they have these feelings, they are not dumb. They have these feelings. But y'all y'all can't even talk to them individually because y'all won't go work on y'all selves. So y'all, like you said earlier, Candace, y'all can't even co-parent with. And that's the issue for me. Exactly. Uh, that's the issue for me. Now I want to move on to this dizzy bitch you have spent the last season and a half having a meltdown about Kimmy's loyalty only for you to sit in front of Kimmy and ask Maurice do he wish he had worked out his marriage with Kiowa and what was so disrespectful about that to me is not only do you say Kimmy is supposed to be your sister but Kiowa and Maurice are both remarried so Kimmy is dealing with this in real time as it's happening. But as Kyle and her husband watched this yesterday, I am pretty sure it opened up a Pandora's box of bullshit. When you said Kyle told me and Marceau, she wished that Maurice had tried to work out the marriage uh, instead of getting divorced. So now Kyle was at home and her husband is like, what the fuck is up? What was this said? Because Kaiwa got remarried before Maurice and Kimmy got married. You know, for a motherfucker that goes on about loyalty and loyalty, she the bitch she ain't got none. The, the, listen, she you know she is her mama's daughter. She is every bit of Wanda, and I don't care what she say. I don't care what Marcel say. I don't care what nobody say. Tisha is every bit of Wanda. No, no matter how much she try to portray that she is, you know, innocent, you know, she quote unquote don't like her mom behavior bullshit because she had just like a damn mom. Because this was some Wanda ass shit to say and do. To, and to and after y'all had just quote unquote made up and you apologized to Kim, like last episode, you was a trifling trial up Tisha. You a trifling trial up bitch when your marriage is in fucking shambles is goddamn self. Just right. Maybe that's why she's lashing out and doing siphoning shit. I absolutely believe that's why she's lashing out. She's fucking miserable. And speaking of miserable, <laughs> Tiffany, friend. Yes. If me and you hypothetically was a couple and you come mm -hmm. and tell me as your partner some shit that was said amongst the guys, don't you expect me to keep it where it's at between us? Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out why Lewis couldn't come and tell Tiffany what they discussed 
while they was hooping and having God talk time and why she couldn't shut the fuck up and put that in her pocket and leave it between her and her husband. You know, my answer to that friend is I feel like she is doing all this to try to keep a spot for her and Lewis to make a return next season. Me too. Because me too, because there's no way you don't know the rules of pillow talking with your, with your partner. Because let's be honest, Lewis is more interesting than she is. The myth that she is creating amongst the group is not entertaining. It's just stupid. I just, I'm just trying to collect my thoughts because I just cannot fathom on what planet you would immediately run back with some pillow talk that you, you and your husband shared. It's called pillow talk, not group talk. But then to run back and, and tell Tisha like you a marriage counselor. Again, I agree with Destiny. We said this before. You don't have decorum. You don't have couth. You are on a 15th anniversary trip for a woman and her husband, and you sat up here and told her in front of a group of other women, your husband ain't as happy as you is. You a bitch. She she is, she, you know, it's annoying. She is one, but she don't want to be like, how do I say this? She want to bark, but don't want to bite. And that's not how it works. What, what do I be saying about just Ellen Robert on Potomac? If you're going to be a villain, stand up in it. If you're going to fuck around, fuck around exponentially. Tiffany is not fuck around exponentially. She thought she she want to be a, a villain, but she don't want the villain tag. That's not how it works, baby. You can't be this messy. And then when people call you messy, be like, I'm not being messy. Stand up in it. You being messy as fuck. Messy. You being messy as fuck just for when, when shit gets called out on you again for Lewis to be like, oh, what my wife done did now? God damn. Yeah. Like, do you know how annoying that is? Your goddamn partner and, and spouse is wilding and motherfuckers got to come back to you and like, oh, what she, what they done did now? God damn. I was just over here eating some Popeyes and here you, what you done did now? That is annoying. If every time, if every time somebody coming back to me with some shit like, you know, your your spouse or your part, your partner did so and so and so, we don't need to be together. Cause I'll be damned. But that's just me myself personally. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Destiny, I'm glad Destiny got on Tiffany's ass. It, it it was fully justified. I agree. And, and like I said, Tiffany been pissed. I mean, Destiny been pissed off with Tiffany for six episodes, but Mel's wig's been upset and angry for three seasons now. Nigga, <laughs> 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 I don't. I don't really <laughs> have no. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> Those wigs is mad. <laughs> okay 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 question 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 whose wigs was worse or is worse Mel. well I, well i say well i say well males the, 
the person Nails. that I'm about to break up. <laughs> Damn, Damn. Nigga, let me get it out. It's, it's it, her wigs not worse than her wigs worse than Karen's. Male. Damn, you do. <laughs> Males, absolutely. The wigs are angered. <laughs> yeah, it said the wigs as they laid on males. Yeah, see, yeah. yeah, see, this yeah. lace is itchy. See, <laughs> what are we gonna do today, Pinky? <laughs> Take over the world. Take over the wigs. <laughs> Potential show title. <laughs> oh, you get on my nerves so bad. <laughs> We're speaking of bail. You got damn got producer credits on this show. Why are we so why are you why are we so angry? And I, don't you live in that ladder like y'all go back like you go back and forth angry from birds, ladder, angry wigs. It don't matter. Like girl, you live in that ladder. You you can't find you ain't got no damn excuse. Who doing your who doing your goddamn hair? Tyler Perry Studio. This wig is U.S. funded. It's underfunded. Um, she ain't she ain't got no lace, Joe. <laughs> Kamala need to call the laws on the wigs. <laughs> Hello, police. Can we get the, can we get them wigs indicted? <laughs> Indict them wigs. Call the FBI. Federal charges. <laughs> Menacing. <laughs> hey, FBI. Federal bounds interrogation. <laughs> Federal, Federal lace, interrogation. <laughs> Federal lace interrogation. God damn, baby hairs is stupid than a motherfucker. Um, I before we get up out of here, Mel, I'm sick of you defending Tiffany. These girls and these guys in this group do not know Tiffany like that. For Tiffany to have been doing the shit that she's doing. I do absolutely agree. Tiffany is doing all of this to try to maintain a spot on the show, but they don't know her. You don't know Tisha like that to be trying to have that conversation with her. Just like you didn't know Kimmy like that to be bringing up monster vaping and all of the kind of shit. You are definitely pushing. You are definitely overstepping the line with a lot of shit you're saying and doing, and you deserve to get dragged. And yes, you was being shady to Destiny when you brought up all three of the pages she didn't live. And that's why she said she'd drag you in there last one of them. And you could be, and you should be. Because to me, you act, you giving us Karen. You mm. giving us Karen vibes. Mm. Like a white Karen, no. Not a grand dame mm. Karen. Yeah. You kind of a loser, bitch. No, you uh, kind of with kind of. Mm-hmm. You mailing them wicked wigs of the West can get the fuck on out of here. Mm. <laughs> Agreed. Um, Speaking of wicked, uh, do you want to go to Potomac or Salt Lake City? Let's go to Salt Lake City. Okay. <laughs> do you want to start us off? Well, the only thing I really have for Salt Lake City is that this bitch, Jen Shah, deserves an Academy Award for playing victim. I just I need to reiterate that Brooks never said anything disrespectful about Jen Shah. Brooks recalled a time when Jen Shah came over to his parents' house where he was living at the time with a dress on, with no panties on, sat her nasty, funky, wet, musty, moist ass on that motherfucking couch, kicked her legs up, knowing she ain't had no motherfucking drawers on, and Brooks 
might have saw a little cootie cat and he said he was uncomfortable as he should have been because if a bitch come over my house with no panties on sit on my motherfucking couch and kick her legs up in a dress we is gonna have a motherfucking problem i'm calling the police we gonna be beefing (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna say it's a real (laughs) you might as well get it out (laughs) <laughs> gonna be beefing like that that beef patty fucking nasty ass tongue and meat flaps don't nobody <laughs> want to see that bitch leave us alone like oh god that's nasty we good we pass <laughs> we passed that <laughs> no jay-z <laughs> and so to sit up and lie and say you're not saying mean things when the receipts are like literally right though. No, London, you didn't have your vitamin today. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> to to sit up there and then be like, well, I didn't say nothing, but I did retweet it. I did yeah, right. make I did laugh at it. It was funny, it wasn't derogatory. Making light of anybody's sexuality is malicious. Correct. And, it, and it's it's um, it is classic homophobia. It's, it's bigoted. Yes, it is. It's bigoted. Yep. And as Meredith and and Brooks said, and we don't even like Brooks, but he has not made any reclamations or declarations about his sexuality. So why does Jen Shaw think that it's appropriate to sit on social media and retweet things calling him um homophobic slurs, like the s word s i s s y? That is a slur. You think that's funny? That's not funny. At your advanced ass age. We know how that word is used against people in the community. We know historically how that word is used to call somebody who may be closeted out. So if you are retweeting anything with anybody calling Brooks that word in any capacity, it's bigoted. It is. You are wrong. Meredith Brooks owes you nothing. Because they didn't do nothing to you. Brooks Brooks owes you nothing. He said nothing derogatory. He ain't say, bitch had a little nasty ass pussy on our couch. He ain't say none of that. He said the bitch was doing splits on our couch with no, no underwear on. Which would have made anybody uncomfortable because, girl, you, I don't give a damn what Google say. You are 87 years old. Why are you at somebody else's house with no goddamn drawers on on their couch with your goddamn pussy juices all over the motherfucking fine furniture? It's, that would creep it's, anybody it's, it's, out. It's disrespectful. It lacks cooth. You ain't got no home training. That's your goddamn problem now. And at the very least, if you're going to be in somebody's house with no drawers on, at least keep your legs down and closed. At the very, at the barest of minimum. At the barest of beef. Like, if (laughs) you giving bear coochie, so you should at least follow bare minimums. (laughs) (laughs) I love this for real. (laughs) (laughs) You giving bear cats, so you should be following bare minimums. 
Exactly. You are not a victim. In for Jen to be as old as she is, she acts like she she has the, the she has the mentality of a child. Well, I wouldn't yeah. have said nothing about Brooks if he ain't say nothing about my vagina. First of all, he didn't say nothing about your vagina, so we can stop. We can start and end right there. And, and secondly, you are a fucking adult. Brooks is like what in his mid twenties. I think not even mid. He's like a fre- a sophomore in college. He's like nineteen or twenty. Right. He is. He is still a child. He ain't even twenty five yet. You are fucking seventy two. You are the adult in this situation. They ain't gonna have know- enough. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, friend. Finish it up, cause you, you really should- is dragging this bitch, and I'm glad. You, sh- you-, <laughs> you should know motherfucking better. You goddamn pterodactyl. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, you should at the very <laughs> then the bitch gonna say I understand because if the tables was turned, I would be defending my son too. Okay, bitch. So just stop doing the shit you doing. Hello. Hello. And let me say this. Sometimes a, re, a, a retweet is not always an endorsement. Let me say that. But you just said on our, you just said on our TV screen that you found it to be funny. So what you're resharing is an endorsement. Hello. Hello. But friend, go ahead and drag this bitch for lying about these tweets. Nigga, let me tell you something. This goddamn Aerodactyl face bitch. That's a Pokemon. If you don't know what Aerodactyl is, look it up. Look it up and tell me that's not Jan Shaw. Um, this Aerodactyl face bitch got on my goddamn TV screen. My very new TV screen. That shout out to my friend Liz for hooking me up with a new TV. Thank you, friend. Look, I love my community for real. Um, this bitch got on my TV screen and said that she did not indeed retweet like and or post anything derogatory towards brooks when the literal receipts not only from heather but also from bravo the motherfucker literally and i mean literally popped up on screen retweeted by jen shaw liked by jen shaw and jen shaw's likes reposted by jen shaw girl do you think we dumb as you we can see we got eyes we see that you're ugly. We see that you're a liar. And we see that you're a goddamn child. You got the you got the maturity of a fucking goldfish. Then gonna have the goddamn nerd to go up here and all the goddamn crying and caring on talking about. I just feel like you're attacking me because I'm brown, girl. They ain't got a. It didn't matter if you were brown, blue, black, purple, what the fuck ever. You a fucking bozo. That's why people are getting on you. That's why Meredith don't fuck with you. That's why Brooks and Meredith. And um, I forget the husband and the latter name, but him too. That's why they don't fuck with you because you are a grown ass woman that is too goddamn old for these ball head ass, high school ass, lipstick ass games you playing against a fucking child. You're being bigoted towards a fucking child. When you got kids, you should know motherfucker. Even if you didn't have kids, you should know motherfucking better. Old as you is, you've been here since fucking Lazarus. You should fucking know better. It ain't got a goddamn thing to do with you being brown or whatever the fuck you is. You a bozo. The B ain't for brown, it's for bozo. You not even brown, bitch. You is white. You brown adjacent at best. And a keyword at best. You are white presenting. And you acting like it. You acting like a Karen. 
You acting like a Karen. You're not acting like a Carisha. What? No, that's a bad song. Um, because I mm. <laughs> damn. Oops. <laughs> Honestly, that fit a little bit more because with the homophobia, that fit a little bit better than I thought. Um. <clears throat> but yes, you a fucking bozo, Sean. I'm tired of you performing a line and crying on my goddamn TV screen. That's all I got. Go ahead, Rams. That's all I got. Uh, that's all I got too. That, that my biggest drag was for her. I really didn't care too much about the other shit they was discussing on the show. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. Mary grown ass son. Her own, her own Mary, son, Mary, Mary got an eighteen year old son who don't eat nothing but chips and chicken nuggets. This Man, I know he... that it is some squalor going on in that home. Also, the, the uncle or the cousin that's a contractor, he talking about it take him six years. They probably, that's probably how long it take you to pay motherfuckers, you scamming ass bitch. <laughs> Damn. So, hey, who think who, who you think got a worse diet? Her, uh, her nephew, uh, her son, or, uh, uh, or um, Damn, what's the girl's name? Is it, is it Mulatto? There's a lot of that eat nothing but trash. Oh, sweetie. Sweetie, yeah. Who her son or sweetie? Definitely sweetie. Mm. Sweetie be eating oysters with hot sauce and Cheeto dust on them and shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So we're going to round it out with Potomac because it's not a it, it's not a light-skinned bitch on this show I won't slap right now. <laughs> and minus Karen, that? minus Karen, but but Giselle, Robin and Mia, I will slap all three of you bitches like Pootie Tang. Take my belt off and whip, whip, whip it right across your motherfucking forehead. Because what in the fuckities of fucks are y'all doing? I cannot stand Candace. But the way that y'all have behaved at that girl's video shoot is, is some, it's like super nasty behavior, which again, I really hope that Though she'll never come out and say it, I really do believe Candace is starting to regret siding with Giselle and them. First things first, I'm not a fan of Candace's music, but I'm not her target audience. And I'm okay with that. But let's be honest, a woman who is not signed to anybody's record label currently, who has been charting on iTunes and such, Having a budget of ten or fifteen thousand dollars to shoot a music video out of her own pocket says a whole fucking lot. I agree. I want to be very clear about that. What Candace is doing independently is hard for a lot of artists to do. That's you fair. cannot take that away from her. I agree. So for her to invite y'all to be in this video. It's a lot more than oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah. She invites y'all right. to this video shoot for y'all to show up and be kikiing with Dorothy about Candace's marriage and her finances was very fucking nasty, especially you, Giselle, considering how upset Candace was on your behalf 
with Monique and Bindergate when all that tea was spilled about Jamal. Also, I would just like to point out that y'all didn't do this with Ashley's uh, struggling music career. Continue, friend. I just, Ashley um, I'm, and Ashley didn't do half the shit that Candace doing. Continue. At all. I just am very, 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 very shocked and appalled that a bitch who got scammed out of all her and her ex-husband's money by her best friend who then committed suicide, who then reached out through a medium and said he did not regret scamming you out of y'all's fucking money and sitting up discussing anybody's finances, Robin Dixon. I'm so glad Juan Dixon's not here. (laughs) Bitch, you cannot calculate your way out of fucking bed every morning. Yet you would sit up with this girl's mama and gossip about her finances and her marriage. Meanwhile, we just heard you 15 minutes earlier crying to Juan talking about it hurt your feelings when he tell you laying in bed till 2 p.m. every day while your kids is failing fucking English is unattractive. Like, you dead ass got depression and Juan is just like, oh, well. But, it, but bitch, you deserve it. Cause in all in your your depression do not stop you from being in everybody else's fucking business. You know that's it. Don't stop you from being in Wendy's business and marital business and and her body and this that and the third. It don't stop you from talking about Mia and her her clit pla- clitoplasty or whatever the fuck she had down there. It is not stopping you from uh, gossiping to Dorothy about Candace's marriage and finances. And this is supposed to be all fucking friend. Yeah. And with a mama like Dorothy, who needs enemies? Right. Dorothy is so fucking jealous of Candace and I believe that's and I believe it's why she nitpicks Everything that Candace does that Dorothy is not involved in. Candace and Chris got their own house and didn't need Dorothy for it. She, we saw her nitpicking every little thing about the house. Meanwhile, her tired, lonely ass got a whole bedroom there. With a cardboard cutout of herself. You nitpicked about this video shoot. You nitpicked about Chris being her manager. You nitpick, nitpick, nitpick. And the only common denominator is you nitpick things that you are not directly involved with in Candace's life. Because you can't control her anymore. And to sit up and gossip about her business with her fucking friends and this bitch Mia, that shit turned my stomach. You are a terrible, trifling ass, old ass, miserable ass, lonely, slovenly, depressed ass, ridiculous ass, dumb ass bitch, Dorothy. Really, I do not care for Candace, but why the fuck did she deserve that from her own mama? Well, I mean, Candace, the way the, the way that Candace is, is directly because of Dorothy. Like, as much as, because we've said that consistently, like, as much as we don't like Candace, the reason she is the way that she is is because she has a trash ass mama as a mama. Yep. The apple do not fall far from the tree. Absolutely. Which, you know, Giselle, you are miserable. You are miserable on another level of misery because Candace rode hard for you in this Monique situation. I mean, rode super hard for you. And you couldn't sidestep a conversation with her mama trying to spill her tea? Mm. You could not take shots about the video that that came out of her own her pocket. 
you could not treat her husband like he was some type of servant to you and was supposed to bring you food. And let me say, I think we being a little too hard on Chris about these cars because typically I thought that the, the video director was supposed to make arrangements for all the shit that Chris was doing. I thought that's why people bring in a director and a, and all of that kind of stuff to handle those type of things. But she goes wrong. That's life. That's the industry. You're in an industry where nine times out of 10, nothing will go right. You'll spend a lot of time going to plan B versus doing plan A. If the, if he spoke to those people at 1 PM and they said they were on their way with the cars, but never showed up, that's not on Chris. You should have had yeah. somebody keeping a lookout for those cars. And at two or 3 PM, you, you should have, somebody should have came to you and been like, Hey, the cars are not here. Let me give Chris a call. How you get to the last scene in the day and realize the car is not there. And how long did y'all think the cars was going to sit there and wait for y'all? If you were running behind schedule or why not shoot the car scene first? Outside of 2020. So many, so many ways this could have been avoided, but I absolutely do not think Chris should be chewed up and spit out for something that he checked up on multiple times down to the day of. Agreed. Let this be me at first and last season on this show. The bitches. I, I, I've been I've been beating that drum since the first episode. I don't know why she's here. The bitches she, will try hard. Enough is enough. She's not interesting. She's not. She's not interesting. She tries hard, like you said. She flip flops. It's 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 old. It's it's not giving what she thinks it it gave. Yeah, enough is enough. Like this season has not. This season been some me, to be honest. So far, how many episodes? Um, old episodes they got left. Uh, it's got to be at least five or six because this was like episode 10 or 11. So it's still some time left. But also, Ashley come from a family of white trash. It's always the ones with the white mom. Well, no, her mama black, but she had white. Yeah. And why would you be sitting up telling a, at the dinner table, telling your family your uterus prolapsed? Right. Ashley is very weird to me. And I honestly, we give we give a lot of shit to Michael Darby, but they are match made in weirdo sexual assault heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to tonight's episode where Candace is going to straighten the fuck out of Mia. But it's time for Candace to, to take off her rose colored glasses with Giselle and Robin. Those bitches do not have genuine bonds with any of you ladies. Any of you ladies are on the chopping block if it means they can have a storyline where they don't have to include, include their real miserable lives. It's time to acknowledge what's going on with them two bitches. Agreed. You had anything else? No, I think you said all that needs to be said. Well, we'll see y'all back next week. If your wig Peace, is niggas. angry, make it happy. <laughs> <laughs>